any of my intro? Do you want my computer? No, Okay. Okay. Hello, everyone. Here we are with Off the Wall Graffiti, immersed in art. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Off the Wall Graffiti, immersed in art. Today we have Chewy. Hello. Hello. Uh, what is your Instagram so they can go stalk you while we're talking? It's at, uh, at Chewy Art. Okay. X U Y Art. Uh, I spell it different. So yeah, I love it. That. X U. <laughs> it took me forever. I was like, X Q E. So X U Y A R T on Instagram. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, today you're going to talk to us about this or that. I make this or that happens. And what happens when you are either told to shut up, not allowed to self express. Um, or what happens when you are, you know, right. like what's the difference in your life when those two things occur or don't occur? Right. Well, for me, um, where I grew up, art was not really, um, my parents saw it as just a, a pastime. It wasn't something that you can make uh, money off of. So if any aspirations I had to do art as a profession were never encouraged. They were always shut down. They that, were. That's how I grew up. Okay. So. And where did you grow up? Uh, I've been living there my whole life. Um, but I grew up with a very like traditional Mexican family. They knew you had to work like construction or you. Right. It you, was like with your hands, but they had to be building hands. Yeah. Or, or Art, trade they, hands. Right. What I did was not considered a. They saw no future in it. So right. until I saw no future in it. Yeah. So were they immigrants? Yeah. Okay. So I uh I stopped oh, drawing all. probably from. Like 17 to 21, I didn't draw at all. I was yeah. just like kind of lost. You got tired of... I, I, I just didn't see any uh, benefit, I guess, in it. Um, I didn't think I was going to make any money. That, that was my concern is I had to find a career to follow through on. And uh, and you didn't you didn't finish high school, right? I did not finish high school. I dropped out like around 15, 16, and I started working with my dad and, in uh, plumbing. the message was you get your... You got you to work. You're not going to lay around like a bum. You, you got to work and you, you got to do... It was just move, move, constantly move, make money. And, right. um and for a little bit of that, it sounds like you made art a bit, like from 15 to 17-ish, you kind of dabbled well, yeah, when, in trying when to I was, keep the moment who I, you were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've always been doing art. It's just uh, after, I guess, my um, drive was shut down, like, you're not going to make any money out of that. It just kind of stopped stopped doing it. Okay. So I was probably like 21, like knee deep, knee deep in, uh, in plumbing, and uh, a friend of mine. <laughs> Yeah, this. deep and shit. Go ahead, say it. I was it. trying to put that more polite. <laughs> a friend uh, gives me a call, and he had he somehow by some chance got a job uh, at a special effects shop, and he got me a job there. He, neither of us were professionals, but the guy uh, that had the shop, his name was Rusty Sluster. Um, he 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 only wanted a. Well, Is Rusty <laughs> calling right now? <laughs> Rusty Rusty um, passed away actually. Oh, um, R.I.P. Yeah. Rusty. But he started the the industry where I worked at Silicon Mass. He started it, and so I got hands-on training from the originator. And um, how, what happened? Like, how did that happen? He, he was just like, was, "Yo, you." Did he well, remember you as a creative person, or? Uh, kind of. Um, he was uh, all over the place because he himself he was a drug addict, so he was a. Uh, 
like uh, how would you say he's a the story you look at him and you're like okay that's the path you don't want to go down because all he did was just drink and smoke but he had all this tremendous talent that he just let go by the wayside he started this whole company a whole industry started and he didn't care about it so i was looking at him and i'm like okay so you can do something with it i think that's what it was but yeah, I saw him and I'm like, you have all of this, you could do something with it and you're throwing it away by just fucking around. So from there, that changed my mentality. I didn't want to just hang out or kick it and I saw- Like his, you, his downside made you have your upside. Yeah, it gave me an epiphany of like, okay, if I stay in this path, like just fucking around, just wanting to hang around and I could do art here and there, I'm gonna end up kind of like him. So yeah. it kind of like um, straightened me out. Yeah. I saw like, uh, Pat, what I didn't would he go say down. if he heard that right now? Which uh, you probably can hear right now. Hello, Rusty. <laughs> right. Um, well, I would hope he'd be happy that I, I took up, uh, I would say, like, what he uh, what he did. Because I, I came a long way. I was doing, um, I went from being a driver at his company to the shop foreman. And then me and him got into our own altercation. And I left that company. And I tried to start my own company with somebody else who ended up exploiting me. But that's a different story for another time. <laughs> but you, you learn things like that from who to work with and who not to work with, who's going to exploit you and what you could do. And um, before I knew it, I have seven years. I was doing professional masks. I did the, the masks for the movie Drive. I did masks for Pretty Little Liars. I did masks for Walking Dead. I did masks for a bunch no of uh, companies. But nobody ever saw my name. Nobody ever saw my face. I was in a little shop dwelling away because yeah. the people I worked for, Rusty, um, well, I guess... I wish I wouldn't mention that. Uh, Rusty, <laughs> there was a time when uh, the news came by to show off the the shop, like they were gonna show these masks that look real, and he had us all fix up the shop, and then he sent us all to the park because he wanted it to look like he was the only one making oh, all these masks. No way. So that's how Rusty was. That's like I mean, I'd, been, I'd been exploited, and right. uh, the other guy I worked for, I'm not gonna mention his name. I'm, I'm already said which is Rusty's, but he was uh, he was the same way. So he put his name on the forefront, or he was the face of the company. So there's a lot of things I did that I never got a uh, credit, credit for. for. Huh? Um, some people in the industry know who I am, but it's like here and there. But you know what you can do. Oh yeah, no, I could. I I ran his company. I was his company. Um, yeah, I'm very arrogant on that one, but it's because I have. Because um, <laughs> you're like, no, I can I, have I can the balls. back it up. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. So now I was trying to start my own company, but that's seven years. Uh, up ahead from uh, Rusty's and after a bunch of life experiences of uh, the people you align with and uh, what you do. And it's interesting story, the guy I was working for before, he was uh, very cheap. So he had like a homemade oven. And we we uh, we use uh, chemicals that are flammable. And we have to heat up every mask every time after we paint it. And um, me and I got my little sister. I got a bunch of people a job there when I was working. I got my little sister, my uh, neighbor, my cousin. Um, we all complained about the oven. Yeah, well, I, I, my little sister but actually. They made that much money that they could hire all those, all yeah. those people. Yeah, and my little sister, um, she surpassed me in a lot of ways. And she probably will still continue to because she's younger than me. Mm-hmm. But um, I won't tell her that in person. But <laughs> She'll have children and it'll mess her up totally. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we, we were working in like really bad conditions and uh after an accident happened at that shop that's when i decided i wasn't going to work for him no more so essentially what happened is he had a homemade oven and uh, we had a timer and once the timer goes off you turn off the oven so one day my little sister and my neighbor who worked with me there in the parking lot uh sitting down just having a little conversation and i go to the bathroom and i come out and there's a bunch of smoke in the shop it's filled with smoke and i go towards the oven and the oven higher than this roof there's just fire 
So I Oh my god. Nobody like a, knew. Nobody knew the the owners uh, they were out on a lunch and my sister and uh, my neighbor who worked with me they're out and the side had taken a break. Oh so my I'm the gosh. only one inside I see all this oh black smoke. Oh my gosh. For a second it was like surreal like is this even really happening? Right. As soon as I snap out of it I wake up I run outside and I tell the girls to to get call out the of cops there. Or call the Yeah, I told them just to get out and call yeah, call 911 and um I had the idea, okay, I'm going to run back inside and I'm going to stop this fire. Mind you, the guy I worked for was really cheap, so there's no fire extinguishers. He was not OSHA approved or none of that. So I run to the water. There was like a hose. to. to, I'm like, okay, I could rinse this down or something. While I'm there by the hose, it gets to a point where I can't see anything. I can't see my hands in front of me. All I see is black. Okay, don't do that again. Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) I could have died right there. I could have asphyxiated and just passed out. And, um... The only thing that led me out was we had a big garage door and I could see the smoke and the light coming out through there. So as soon as I see that, I'm like, okay, that's my way out. That's where you go. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and I ran out of there. And um, after that, I felt sorry for the guy, even though he did exploit me and all that happened. And I didn't want to just leave him because uh, his whole company burned down. So I helped him remake really? all the molds. E- everything burned down. Every mold that he had made, everything. So I didn't want to just leave him. And he uh, probably didn't have insurance also. He didn't have the proper insurance for, for aye, what had happened. Aye. I'm so, so sorry. I remade his molds. And what? I quit. Oh, well, actually, I quit, and then I remade his molds. I told him I'll give him some time to train some people and um, and make his molds. So I ended up making his molds. Didn't train people because we got into our own uh, altercation. Mm-hmm. But after that fire, um, I've been drawing every single day. Every day I'm drawing. Because I, I could have died. I'm like, I noticed, like, well, even though I love art, I love the... Um, special effects i was doing it for somebody else i wasn't doing it for myself and if i would have died in this fire nobody would have known who i am like what it would have just all been gone as like a mist so now i'm kind of like trying to build a name for myself and draw stuff that i want to draw and um, express myself in the way i want to express myself and i want to do my own company too and all these other things uh, but it all came from very traumatic almost uh, near-death experience totally Yes. Totally. There's something about getting restart, re- a reset, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Scary I, reset. <laughs> I, dude, when I had cancer, I was like, oh, okay. Well, if I'm gonna die, then um, I need to go do this, and you know, like race and go finish your life. Yeah. You start to <laughs> you notice know? that that um, you're living on borrowed time. It's well, very you also easy to see where you weren't living. Yeah. Yeah, you see what you weren't doing, and yeah, because uh, yeah, you start to think of like uh, regrets that you might have or, or things that you want to do if that were to happen. Yeah, like real light gets shown uh, from the inside for me. Like you know, like ah, ah, <laughs> <laughs> I have to go do that. It's clear. Thank you yeah. for that hard set reset. Um, so during the years where you were plumbing and constructing. What was your life like? What did you, what did that day look like? Uh, waking up early, probably like a uh, eight, driving from <laughs> house to house. That's early, early for me. That's funny. <laughs> that is early for me. That's as early as I was scheduled. So we got you. We got you here today at nine. So and that's that that story. Uh, that's early for me now because my day started like at noon or ten. <laughs> Dude, good. Okay, so back then, eight o'clock. You're eight waking o'clock, up. I'm waking up and I'm alarm. traveling from. House to house doing different plumbing jobs or... With your dad. Um, from 20 to 21, I was doing it for myself. From 16 to 19, I was doing it with uh, with my dad. Oh, my God. Yeah. And that was worse than... That was better than going to school? Uh, I guess for me, it probably was, but it, it was just dumb choices. Like, um, school would have been a lot smarter to invest my time, and I could have probably uh, got further faster if I had uh, 
channeled my energy there. But okay. due to the crowd I was hanging out with and um, would you say certain addictions I got into, the, like school oh, didn't really right. go the way it right. should have for me. So you were, during the time you were plumbing, you were also using? Is that what you mean? When you say, yeah. or whatever, whatever <laughs> there, there was, the there thing was a... is, you were doing <laughs> it. That, that, well, no, what I'm combining here is I a lot of times. I wasn't 100% sober during that. Let's just put it at that. <laughs> Are you now? Um. Well, yeah, I don't Not consider 100%. pot. To, yeah. yeah, yeah, but I mean. Yeah, the only thing I do is uh, smoke weed, and that's I don't consider that. Illegal, baby. Yep, recreational. <laughs> so, <laughs> nothing illegal here. Got it. <laughs> um, okay, so I guess I'm I'm pulling a correlation that maybe it it doesn't belong, but it might um, to w- self-expression. So when you are plumbing with your dad and doing construction, and maybe some other extraneous things to make you forget that you're doing that. You feel like a cog in the wheel. You're just going through the motions to go through everything, Is and it right? feels like it's stuff that's expected from you, but it's not things that you want. You know, you're expected to work, you're expected to start a family or to do all these things, but is it really what you want? And it's you have to reflect on that. And that's not really what I want. I just want to create and uh, express myself. And but you did it for, you did it. You were on that cog wheel thing. Yeah, I was on that. I was another cog. On and what was how were your relationships with your family during that time? Like, was everybody like? cool chewy's on his path it's working or like did you it was uh my dad was like that like okay you're working my mom was more like she'll give me like a scowl like you should have stayed in school you wouldn't be uh cleaning up toilets do this like you know what i mean she'll have her put it back in your face she'll put it back in my face yeah Um, did she know you to be creative uh yeah because i was didn't she didn't think you'd make a living yeah she didn't see any like potential money in that yeah. But uh, I was drawing since I was little. Uh, I grew up with uh, Dragon Ball Z. was like my first influence. So I'll draw right. Goku over everything or just a bunch of uh, little characters. So that was your this for a very long time. This You had creativity. You had drawing with you. Yeah, and I did it a lot because when I was little, I was... Uh, even now, I'm still pretty introvert. But when I was little, um, you know, you're going to schools. You got to socialize with people. I wasn't good at that, so... I just stay quiet and I sit there at my desk, draw. We hear that's a good path for yeah, art making. That's yeah, a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people will, if you're a loner and a loser, <laughs> shut yourself in a room and make and good make art. Good art. Yeah. That's how that's how it comes though. Um, Copy that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're on the right path. If you feel alone and, <laughs> and isolated, <laughs> but you have a pen and a pad of paper, you're on the right path. You could have a big voice like that. If you're someone like me, like I don't like uh, talking. Right now, this is a big stretch for me. But when you're drawing something, that's your voice that could say so much more than you could by just saying it. So that's that's your expression. That's where you feel comfortable. That's how you... Um, yeah, like you, you extrovert in that in that sense. Cause so what were you doing? Where was your voice when you were building and plumbing? I think I was, I didn't have a voice. And uh, I was trying to hide the fact that I didn't have a voice by drugs and other things like that. Just ignoring my reality. Cause Is I that was, true? Yeah, that's kind of how I felt. Like just. Just fuck it. Just fuck it. I'm going through these motions. Well, like this will this make me feel good temporarily. Like, yeah. So that's kind of my escape. Uh, it wasn't really expression, but it was uh, something to release the dopamine and make you feel good. But like mm. when you draw, you get that, that does the same effect for you. And you, you get really proud of yourself, don't yeah. you? Well, yeah, you do, definitely. You, um, especially you put in a lot of time, you see 
your growth. Yeah. Because, like, I grew up, I was always uh, talented. My little sister, she drew, like, stick figures and all this. And for her, it was really intimidating growing up uh, next to me because I was the one everyone was looking at, like, oh, he can draw, he can draw. And, um... Stop and now drawing. she's kicked your ass. Oh, yeah. She draws portraits, like, to a <laughs> T. She took a class. She did it, like, straight for two years. And oh she's a great painter. She's Like I'm saying, she's surpassing me in other ways because she shows the time and the dedication to it. Earlier. Yeah. Yeah. And she stuck to right. she stuck to it. Right. So, yeah, you get... Um, seeing growth uh, in yourself is uh, it's a great thing, especially if you inspired it on somebody else because I feel like I did that with her. Yeah. Or at least I like to think I did. Yeah. I'm taking credit for her. Yeah, time. right. Let's just Total put credit. that on the Full podcast. Credit. It's here... <laughs> locked in we'll have her come and talk and i'm, I'm sure, sure she, she will, will like second that yeah that. <laughs> she'll be like oh my god without my brother like i wouldn't so be she here. started with stick figures but were you oh always interested in like anime because i the yeah house, you had you were done, all... uh, south park you had yeah done grinch had... I, before i got shut down like uh with my art aspirations i wanted to be a comic book artist or a cartoonist or a illustrator i wanted to do i always like comic books what X-Men. was your yeah i was just gonna say what yeah were com- your... comic books uh so Especially Marvel. like Mar- there was an artist who did the Marvel versus Capcom 2 Bengus. I loved his art. Like I saw that and I'm like, oh, I love that style. I want to do that style. And then I started to learn of uh, other artists and little by little I started to like try to mimic them. Yeah. But uh, originally I was mostly focused on illustration, cartoons and uh, comic books. Now I'm just trying to do everything. But that's my that's my bread and butter right there. <laughs> like, I could do those quick. Uh, but yeah. So uh, now now that you're you are a full this person 24 set like you're freely a this right (laughs) um what are your relationships like now with your family like how did how do you justify their concerns in the past with who you are now. Well, when I was working at the SPFX mass, it was it was a check. <laughs> when I was working at and the you're other, like, see, huh? I can make I'm money off of you. this. Yeah, yeah that, that was then. I'm not working there uh, anymore because of what happened. But I've only had like three months off uh, since I quit, and oh. I've managed to raise money. I did a I did a mural for a head shop, a smoke shop. Yeah, I've done a couple paintings. Uh, I, I find work here and there, and I'm kind of surprised at it myself. But it's 100% immersed in art, and it's kind of like. Um, if you're like lost in a little island, you know you send out little notes, and yeah. uh, that's what it feels like to be an artist. You're sending out all these little notes, and you're kind of hoping like little what's message gonna, in what's a bottle. Come back, what message is gonna come back, and that's the job that you get. Or like, yeah. I got, and um, I'm hoping for more notes to come back. After. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Would what is um, what's next for adding now that you're free to choose your path? And um, and you kind of have like the let's pretend you have the high school you needed, you know, the support in high school, the the nothing's in your way anymore for that. Mm-hmm. What would what like is there what what's next? And I get that you want to do your business. You said, yeah, maybe. I want to make a, a silicone liquid. Rusty was doing a silicone mask company. So here's a hot tip: if you have your sister actually start the company, mm-hmm. there's more loans and grants for women-owned businesses than there uh-huh. are for men. Tip for everybody out there. Hot tip. <laughs> and uh, yeah, she she probably would be even in that underserved community and all that. So yeah, you guys yeah. can start that in her name. Um, would you go, is there anything you need to regain from that time? 
like from when I was uh, working there or how do you mean uh... no no from sorry going back to like now you're free like a 15 year old yeah yeah okay do you I know get, what I yeah, mean yeah I get what you like, mean like because at 15 you stopped yeah doing the things that 15 year olds do and you started doing the things adults do yeah because you were for screwing, whatever screwing around too much right <laughs> And also being told your projected path was never going to work. Yeah. You were told to be a plumber. Yeah, essentially, I was, like, directed that way. Yeah. You, know, you weren't encouraged to be an artist. I mean, like, now it feels like the whole world's open to any anything I want to do. I can submit uh, stuff to editors and comic book things, and I know I'll get looked at because I can draw just as good as most artists. Know. Yeah. Yeah, and um, it's just a whole world of possibilities like that's open to me you could i could go into the special effects realm or i can uh, try to make myself as a, a painter or it's a lot or even if i don't make a, a name for myself or do anything within the art industry as long as i'm doing art for myself that's enough of a you found that balance exactly for yourself. yeah right and that's all it's really about because not every artist is going to make money off their art not every artist is going to be famous but you have to do it because you love doing it because that's there's a drive in you that just makes you want to do art. And right. if you're not successful at it or you're getting turned down, then don't stop doing it. A lot of our artists like have become famous after death. It wasn't until yeah. they died. So Nobody just, knew that Monet was making water lilies. When yeah, exactly. So lilies, you just so. keep at it. There's something you're doing then, and there's a reason for it. Yeah. So, yeah. God, can you imagine? what? Where would you be? If, if I, if that I stuck friend to a, had not oh, just wow. sent you... A little, you know, a, a road out. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Uh, probably just construction 24-7, working hard. And uh, I don't know, it seems like an empty life. A life I probably wouldn't want to uh, think about. It's just like Were a, you empty then? Were like it felt like, like I said, you feel like a cog in the machine. Like you're just going through steps because you think these are steps that are meant for you to take. Right. right. It's really, you got to walk you your own really path. you really didn't draw. You didn't do... Like not at all, really. Where did it go? Uh, into your mouth. Into. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it. <laughs> on, on that note, do you think that like getting back into art helped you get clean? Yeah, definitely. No, it was it's um. <laughs> Good pull, Jacob. It is. It is. A, <laughs> back it on track did. here. What um, art made you get clean? <laughs> Yeah, that's a good a good uh, learning tip. But it is because when you're when I was doing construction, doing that, I was just getting uh, like high or doing drugs just to escape from that reality or just get a little like uh, dopamine release. Right. Yeah. But when you're creating art and you get lost in it, you you'll zone out for four or five hours and you're like, well, okay, and you get that same uh, release. Rush so and... you do. Um, yeah. So it, it did help. It I supplemented one high with another high, and that high was just drawing. Right. Because, yeah, you get, I, at least I do, I get a nice little rush off of it seeing um, what I'm capable of doing. Because sometimes I'll be drawing something and in Ignone I know what to do. And it's interesting to see that even myself as a as an artist, what I'm going to come out with. So, it, yeah, it definitely helped. Do you think that, going back to if you were still doing construction, do you think you would be clean, per se? Because right you're now. saying... I think I'd be an alcoholic. Yeah. Do you? I so. think so. I, I, that without, was just, without creativity, that, I would be an alcoholic. that cog feeling, right? Yeah, like that, that would be my escape to not feel like a cog. I, I think I'd be an alcoholic. That's probably what it would be. Don't, don't, don't do don't, drugs. Don't, don't, don't do World drugs. of story, don't do art, drink. not drugs. Do, do art, art. Do good art, not drugs. Yeah, just <laughs> any art. Um, okay, so have you 
talk to your parents about the impact of their lack of support? To Whoa. be honest, no. <laughs> I, I never have. Um, Do you think they get it? I would think so, especially after they did see me get into a career where I was... And your sister is now doing it. Yeah, it, it was like until they... I was making money from it that they saw, oh, well, probably shouldn't have negated that. Yeah, like, but I haven't really talked to them, but I kind of see it. Um, so they're you know. good. They're yeah. good parents. Yeah. They just didn't think I was going to make any money. They didn't yeah, think it was... They, uh, some... they grew up in Mexico, and nobody's making money uh, doing comic books or whatever they are. It's not like... A lot of it's money. not in their realm yeah, to so. know. But you created that context of reality for them by by taking that job and doing what you did yeah. and allowed your sister to not be told no. Yeah, yeah. She was like, a, when she came in, she wanted to do it. She was already being uh, encouraged a yes because they saw that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was that was good. That's amazing. <laughs> That's a good thing for parents out there to hear. Is like learn from your kids. You know, don't. Eat. We aren't, as parents, the wisest ones. You guys are the wisest ones if we listen. And then we can guide. But, but yeah, you guys tell us what to do. I'm here. Be, we're, I have this charity because of my daughter. Like, you know, <laughs> I listen to cool music because, no, it's, it's, you guys, you as children really help us find our way. Yeah. Well, they did, they did their job, too, teaching me lessons that I had to learn. Like, when I dropped out of high school, had they not put me working, who knows what I'd be now. I wouldn't have that incentive to work and uh, be my own Follow person. Follow through exactly. and finish and so be they, employable when that guy said, here, come and yeah. make so they, masks they with me. drove that in pretty much on me. They, even though I felt I did feel like a cog in the machine, there were certain things I learned that I took to what I do now. Right. Especially if you're trying to do be like an independent contractor right. and get your own jobs here and there. You have to be on time. You have to be able to do the job from start to finish, give them a proper uh, due date and yeah. also pay yourself well for everything. That's, I teach that yourself. in our curriculum now in high schools for M2 art and design. That's yeah. They, they should. Is, I wish I would have learned that. Right. <laughs> Probably wouldn't have been in high school to learn that at that time, but I wish I <laughs> so speaking of high school and it wouldn't be a more a podcast without me talking about school in some way. Um, do you have any, is there anything left for you inside of schooling? I'm not sure. Um, I've always kind of managed to like teach myself. Like even in the the industry that I'm in now, um, people go to school to, to learn what I what I learned with the silicone mask, uh -huh. and they don't even get jobs in the industry because it's a it's a pretty competitive industry. But um, I'm sure there's probably classes here and there I would want to take. But as far as getting like a GED or a high school diploma. I think I'm good. I think I've managed to uh, walk a path for myself, and I'm not sure I need it, but um, yeah, maybe for myself to, to be able to follow through on something, it'd be a little um, a push, but for, for now, I think I'm good. Uh, I've been I've managed to walk an old path without it. Yeah. yeah. There's, um, there's something to be said for completing things. Yeah, that's one. for and, sure. And, you know, you'll always know that that didn't get complete. And I also say that, like, in the realm of uh, I did this instead of that, mm -hmm. the place where I think there's more pain is when you don't have the instead of that, you just aren't going to school. Yeah. And you, it sounds like, went to the school of hard knocks. Yeah. By way of working the minute. Yeah. You, like, 
oh, you're still waking up at 8 a.m. Sorry, dude, you're going to school. Or you're going to work, yeah. you know, or whatever. Like, and and so that, that construct and that confinement of being on task and having to deliver and having to learn a new thing, which is, you know, plumbing, which, by the way, yeah. mine sucks, so we can talk about that. <laughs> yeah, we can. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, I got my yeah, diploma like you, in the school life, I right. guess. Right, <laughs> like, like you put in the time that would be handing you a diploma of that. So that might be why yeah. you don't, yeah. why you're like, I, I actually feel like I'm good, as yeah. opposed to, oh my God, I think about it all the time. Yeah. I mean, it is something I think about, but I don't feel um, I have to. I, I've managed, like I said, i managed to make my own path without it, not to encourage other people not to take so school. So what because if you had a child... I would make sure he goes through school because <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of would opportunities. Would it make you want to go complete that? Uh, maybe. I mean, I guess it would depend if, it, if he would feel more encouraged uh, going through school. If I did, then it would probably give me an incentive to do so. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I do think about like if I had stayed in school and followed through on all those things, there's probably more opportunities and I'd be in my path a lot younger than like I am sister. now. Like your sister. Like my sister, she's yeah. 24. She's already doing everything I've done. I'm about to be 30. So there's a big gap right oh, there. Oh, you're still young. <laughs> so good. So, so good. So, yeah, there's uh, definitely regret uh, not following through. But now that I've uh, managed to find my own way, I, I don't know if I'll go, go back yet. Yeah. It would take something like what you just said to, to make me do <laughs> right. that. Some, yeah. some, oh my but God. I'm not encouraging anyone to not follow through on school. School's, uh, it's important. You could get. Don't do drugs. Don't, definitely school. don't do drugs. I think this whole story would be. <laughs> don't. I'm doing do like a public service drugs. announcement here. Uh, yay! Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Stay in school. Don't do drugs and make art, and you'll, you'll have a good life. Okay, and on that, <laughs> yay! Well, thank you for that. And it sounds like um, you are a full this, and that we're finding that the artists who are living their full expression are a full this you know and and that the, that period you got through and you got over it and it took you down but it brought you back up for whatever yeah whatever we, way it happened for whatever um, reason congratulations <laughs> man you're like 30 and a full this that's really good thank you yeah good all right yay <laughs> hey thanks for listening we're really glad you tuned in immersed in art was recorded two years ago in 2018 i'm really sorry it's taken me so long to edit these i want to thank our sound engineer jacob bumgardner I want to thank all of the guests who have waited so long for their words to be heard. They are important and we hope to do more. If you liked this, please subscribe, share, and also if you want to be a part of it, just send me an email, mora at offthewallgraffiti.org or hit us up on any of the socials. And I want to do an extra special shout out to Luciana West who created that amazing theme song. He came over to the house one day, dropped some beats, Avery McCarthy got on bass, and I got on the spray cans, and we made that beat. I think it's awesome. I hope you like it. And yeah, listen up. Let's do more of these.